Welcome to the Reinspiring You podcast, a ministry of revitalizing you that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. My name is Jared Williams, and I am glad that you decided to join us today. May this podcast be a place for you to hear teachings, interviews, and stories that encourage you to rethink, regroup, and recharge. Now, here's today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Reinspiring You podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about relaxing, relaxing the mind specifically. We mentioned that when we do our little tagline of relax the mind, restore the body, renew the spirit. But today we're going to talk about relaxing the mind, specifically what I do to relax. Now, of course, you can't talk about relaxing without first talking about what stresses you out. What are some things that stresses me specifically out? So, yes, I'm kind of telling on myself. (laughs) So, a few things that kind of stress me out. First of all, like most people who have a family, you have family stress. Now that that's just kids, that's just life in general. That's coming home and everybody coming and bombarding you all at once. Hi, how was your day? How was your day? And I'm I'm not even in the door yet. It's the the time where you're trying to get the kids to bed. And you say, it's bedtime. And the first thing you hear is, I'm hungry. You know, we all have those kinds of things. So, of course, like everybody else, I deal with stress related to the family. Related to the family, you have schedules. Everybody's schedule. Now, we have our individual schedule. So, I have my schedule. Stacy has her schedule. Each of one of the kids has their individual schedule that has their activities, different things that they're doing on it, different things than that I'm doing on my schedule, different things Stacy's doing is on her schedule. Each one of us has our own schedule, and you have to make sure that all of those schedules line up so that you don't have overlap, so that you don't have one person who's double booked, so that you can make sure that everybody can get where they need to go. We all have our individual schedules that can just really kind of stress you out. When is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? How are we going to get here? How are we going to get there? And then you have the overall family schedule. So what are we doing as a group? Are we going here? Are we going there? Can we make it as a family to this activity or that activity? What about going to on this trip or going here or going there? When are we all going to go together to, let's say, get groceries? Are we going to do that together or is it just going to be one person that goes? Our individual family has its own schedule that plays into the other schedules, but again, it's another schedule. Therefore, it's another element of stress trying to manage all those schedules. And again, like everybody else, then we have work stress. Things that I'm trying to do at work, things that I need to get done, maybe that I don't get done, I have to do the next day, all of those kinds of things. Just in general, at work, I try not to take work stress home with me. I find that if you try to bring your work home, you know, that stress can make everything else worse. So I try to leave work stress at work. Another thing that can stress me out sometimes is finances. Everybody, again, everybody deals with finances, but can we afford to do this or go there or buy this or that? Are we going to have enough to pay for maintenance 
on a vehicle? Are we going to have enough to take care of this particular thing at home? All of those kind of things can play into some of that individual stress for myself. Sort of related to that um, is some of the things like chores. Are we going to be able to get the, the yard mode? Are we going to get the bushes trimmed? Are we going to get this cleaned or that done? I mean, just chores in general that will stress anybody out. Like, the, what about getting the dishes done or the laundry done or the house cleaned? You can't tell me that I'm the only one that's ever walked into a house going, oh, man, I got to get this done. I got to get the dishes done. I got to get the laundry done. When am I going to have time to do all of this? And we've got all the other schedules to worry about. You can't tell me that I'm not the only one that has ever had that thing. I'm sure everybody deals with those kind of chores chores outside, inside, all those kind of things. You look at something that needs to be done specifically for me outside in in the yard and think, oh man, I've got to get this. If I don't do this, it's not going to get done. We've got to get the garden cleared and we've got to get weeds pulled and we've got to get bushes trimmed, all this stuff. I'm going, how am I going to do all of this plus all the other stuff I got to do? And of course, there's things that just get set to the side and you just deal with it. There's a stack of papers here. There's piles there that just I'll never get through it because I don't have time to get through it. But you see them and you think, I've got to do those things. I've got to dig through it. I've got to clean that up. (sighs) All these chores. I'm getting stressed out just talking about it. I don't want to think about that anymore. Anyway, what are some other things that that can kind of stress me out besides individual family and life things? Well, there's bigger stuff too. I mean, you have community things. I mean, community can be friends and family, like extended family. Maybe there's a, f- uh, a friend that's going through a difficult situation and, and I sit and I hear what they're saying and it impacts me. I feel, I feel bad for them and it kind of stresses me out listening to some of their stress or a family member that might be going through a, a difficult time or a, a health crisis or things that just in general with, with the extended family. But more than just that, when you think of community, there's, there's the local issues like in the neighborhood somebody's driving their car really fast and it kind of concerns me because I don't want to be you know, trying to back onto the street and get hit by a car. I don't want somebody to have an accident in front of the house and wreck their car in my yard. So just community neighborhood things and, and even, even local government things. What's happening on the school board? What's happening as far as who's running for the, the city council or what about local taxes or things like that, that that could be could be an issue or local things that might be related to like his school. How are the kids doing in school? But is the, the school doing something? Are they having a, a big event or a fundraiser or things like that? That now I got to figure out how to be a part of that. And beyond just the local things in the community, you've also got the bigger things, either in the county or in the state or even at the national, the federal level. What is the economy looking like? What's the government doing? What taxes are coming up? What elections are coming up? What is the state of the, the like the moral status of the country? Like all of these things that can play into different stresses. You, you read through even current events, like what's happening in the news and, and man, stuff going on, not only in, in our country, but in other countries and other places and wars and famines and earthquakes and fire and politics. Yeah, I'm getting stressed. Stressed. Just makes your head want to explode. All this stress. It's no wonder people need help with stress. 
but everybody has to have some way of releasing that stress and letting it go and just relaxing, having fun, doing things that are enjoyable. You have those things. I have those things. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I might do to relax. I have found that in different settings, in different stages of life, I have found different ways to respond to the, the specific stresses of that stage of life or that specific time. Uh, when I was in college, I went to a small college and you know, I didn't go out and party with a bunch of friends, but I still had some friends that I'd hang out with from time to time. That was a good way to outlet some of the, the stress of, of classes. But for studying, if I was working on something and I was really starting to have a hard time wrapping my brain around it, the easiest thing to do is just to get out and walk, just make a lap around campus, maybe stop by the snack shop, maybe stop by you know one of my friend's rooms and, and chat with them for a bit, but just to walk and get away and think about something else for a little bit and then come back. And usually that worked wonders, just getting out, walking around, coming back and, and just getting my mind on something else. I was able to refocus on what I was trying to study. And that was especially helpful during final exams. Another point in my life, I worked at a, at a camp. And at this camp, all during the week, we would have kids come in and we would work with these kids. I'm surrounded by kids, just kids, 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 20, 30 kids all surrounding me. And by the end of the week, I was exhausted just being around kids. And I found that for me, be you know, one good way to relax was to be around adults, have grown-up conversations, not have to deal with kids for a day or two so that I'd be refreshed and ready to go in to deal with the kids the next week and pull my hair out by the end of the next week and do the whole thing over again. But just being with adult interaction and not good grown-up conversations, that was good for stimulating thoughts and conversations and such. Then I worked at another job. I was, it was kind of a third shift uh, kind of a job cleaning some different places. And a lot of what I did was by myself. And I didn't really have a whole lot of people to interact with. I discovered that I didn't like that. I wanted to be around people to some degree. And when I was actually around people, just social interaction, whether it was with kids or not, was actually very relaxing and very kind of mentally stimulating, just being around other people. However, I worked retail then at another time, and it was the opposite was true. I was surrounded by people. I was surrounded by customers. I was surrounded by other employees. I was surrounded by vendors. I was constantly talking to people either face-to-face or over the phone or sometimes even through a walkie-talkie and sometimes all of those things almost all at the same time, constantly surrounded by people, people, people. And I found I didn't want to be around people. The best thing for me to do was to get away from people and just be alone, be by myself. I found at that time that mowing the grass was a lot of fun. And some of you, if, if that's what you enjoy, you totally get this. Otherwise, maybe you think that's just work. But I found in that case to be two hours of nobody talking to me. Just leave me alone. The grass would grow maybe half an inch, and I'm stressing, I've got to get the yard mode, I've got to get the yard mode. And then that allowed me to de-stress. Even though it really didn't need to be mowed, I still had to mow it just because I needed the break. Then I got another job without as much stress immediately after that one, and then my yard just became a jungle because I didn't have as much stress anymore. I wasn't around as many people, and wow, I didn't didn't care whether or not the yard was three feet tall or not. (laughs) 
the grass could grow and grow and grow, and I didn't care. And finally, I'd think, well, I suppose I should get around to it one of these days. And eventually I would, but usually I had to mow it twice just to get it down to a manageable level. But that was a job where I didn't have to be around people all the time, so being by myself was not really that much fun anymore. At one time, I worked at a camp in Pennsylvania. This was a different camp from the first one I talked about. And this camp was just outside of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And that was a, a different experience. It was very historical in, in that area, and that was kind of interesting. But at this particular camp, I was working in an office. A lot of what I was doing was very mentally draining, mentally challenging. I had to be very creative, and I had to think and think and think. And what I discovered was when I came home, I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to collapse and crash, not because my body was exhausted, but because my brain was exhausted just from thinking and all the stuff that I had to do at work. And I would just sit down and watch a movie. I didn't have a very large movie collection when I first started there, but I eventually had a my movie collection grew and grew and grew because I just, I needed to just veg. And because I was outside of Gettysburg, one of the movies that I thought not only the tree behind the area there in the movie, but because it was filmed right there in Adams County, it was kind of fun because you could watch the movie and say, oh, hey, I remember that spot. I went past there. I drove past that spot. Or the, there's another scene where they're coming through an orchard. And it's like, that is exactly what the orchards look like. I see them. And so it's kind of fun kind of picking out some of those things. The other thing I would do often if I needed to do, run errands in town was to ride my bike. I would I'd get on my bicycle and I would go to the bank. I would go even to get some food for supper. I would go even to get groceries so long as I could fit it in my bike. And I would just ride. And it just that physical exercise kind of helped balance out the stress of my, my mental draining. And I found that just riding was, was enjoyable doing that. I mean, I liked riding my bike to begin with, but especially in that sense, it was very nice to be able to ride and, and go on those kinds of rides. I used to do rides all the time. Uh, I went on a ride where we would ride for a whole week. We would ride a hundred some miles uh, over the course of the week and camp over overnight. And it was a lot of fun. So I enjoyed that anyway. But I, I found that in that particular sense, just because I was so always thinking that physical exercise was, was very relaxing and very uh, stress relieving. To this day, I still do a lot of these things depending on what the situation is. Some days I come home and I just want to veg. I just want to pop in a movie or watch a, a TV show or something like that just so I don't have to think for a little bit. And some days I come home and I've been thinking a lot. And I want to go out and do something like ride my, ride my bike. Some days I come home and I just want to be left alone. Some days I come home and I'm more than happy to be around people. A lot of times the best thing to do is to just take a deep breath right before you get out of the car, whether it's going into work, if that's stressful, or before you come home, if that's stressful, and just get that... <sighs> okay, I'm good to go. You just need a minute, you need two minutes, and that could be there in the car, or sometimes they do even, you know, even after that, you come home and, okay, now I'm going to have to deal with people. Let me just take a real quick break and take a shower real quick, a couple of minutes, nobody talk to me, and then I'll be good to go. I'm sure that we all have those kind of moments too. So what about you? What are some things that you find that are fun that help you de-stress to relax your mind, to kind of help get your rejuvenate your mind so that you can be creative again, you can think again, maybe you can be around people again. 
You can let us know at the Revitalizing You Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to the Reinspiring You podcast. We are glad you took the time to invest in your life today. As always, make sure you have subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. If you like what you've heard today, feel free to drop us a note at rypodcast at protonmail.com. You can also connect with us via the Revitalizing You Facebook page. Please note, homeopathy does not treat an illness. It addresses the entire person and is a matter of the body caring for itself. If you need treated or diagnosed, we here at Revitalizing You believe that the advice of a professional physician is in order. If you would like more information about an online homeopathic class or personal consultation, visit the Revitalizing You website at revitalizingyou.square.site or connect with us on Facebook. The Reinspiring You podcast is a ministry of Revitalizing You that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. Until next time, may you have reoccurring success and God bless.